the Grisha cast is currently covering Ninth House, an adult novel. This is a change from our normal young adult podcast. Please keep this in mind when listening to this episode with children. We will let you know when we return to young adult content. And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 124. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 12 through 14 of Lee Bardugo's Ninth House. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our personal Meredy hookup, Lee Bardugo. Moisavienyi casters. Hi. Well, uh, hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah, so let's jump on into our listener cities. Uh-huh. First, we have Split Croatia. Woo! Yay! Come on, Croatia. And now we're moving on to Turku, Finland. Yay! Yay! Thank you, listeners. Thank we you. love you all. And Terry and I are going through some change. <laughs> so Yes. You have to keep changing, you know? Yeah. This is um very interesting. So for those of you that do watch on YouTube, we are in the middle of a set transition. Mm-hmm. And we're a little bit more relaxed and laid back i feel like um i don't know this is just very odd <laughs> um, you I, know we're just kind of hanging out we are and we're gonna we're gonna make it a little bit more grisha casty um yeah our lovely um background i feel like i don't know it's very um not ninth house or grisha verse but oh well you know what it could be maybe it I'm trying. I know. I, I can see the wheels turning. Okay. Well, it's not Fierda. It's no. not Ravka. Um, could it be Shuhan? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. We are in Shuhan. <laughs> Thanks. Anyways. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, this um, our set's just different. So we're, um, yeah, that's why I'm going to stumble over my words because I'm sitting in a weird spot. I feel okay. So you need to get like comfortable. Yeah. You need to get comfortable. We need to get some like fluffy things, wear some like fluffy slippers. Yeah. I just, and we'll get it all comfortable. Yeah. We will. It's just going to take us a minute. Oh yeah. I mean, this is the first time we've come in here and sat down. So, uh, we have to kind of like make our space a little. We do a little more comfy. We'll figure it out. We have our little TV trays. We do. <laughs> it really does. It is a TV tray. Feel like it's the '90s, and we're cracking open our kid cuisine, <laughs> like you said earlier, um, with that delicious brownie. Yep. <laughs> and sitting down to watch. Nick at Night or The Simpsons or uh, TGIF. Yeah. I, so wait, TGIF. Full House. Oh, see, I wasn't a Full House fan. I know. There was a whole, there was like four shows back to back. It was like 
Full House, Step by Step, Family Matters. Yeah. I don't remember the fourth one. But I remember watching Snick, which was Saturday Night Nickelodeon, and that's when Are You Afraid of the Dark came on. Mm-hmm. And there was some kind of show that was um reminded me a little bit of like a kid's version of Saturday Night Live. It was like what's up or I can't remember, but I they always had a musical guest and I was waiting for them to get ja- Janet Jackson. They never did. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like what I wanted so badly and she never came on because she's way bigger than whatever that show was. Um, just also because I'm sure little kids weren't really interested in seeing Janet Jackson. Right. If I was your girl. Oh, <laughs> yes. So. That is the Janet Jackson song. Oh, that. <laughs> yep. That almost I, happened. I know. That's why I'm so <laughs> nervous about like having my laptop and my yeah, tea right here. Yeah. But it's okay. We'll, have, we'll figure all that out. So Just be careful. I've got a question for you. Did you watch RuPaul? Yes. So you watched. I didn't even want to discuss it with you until we were here. I know. <laughs> and that's why I was like, we have to talk about this. So you probably know that I'm really happy. <laughs> yes. Because, and I did not think that that was going to happen. No. Like I didn't, like I really didn't think that my two people that like I wanted to win actually won both of those. Mm-hmm. I know. So. Yeah. No, so it's on par because I typically agree with how things go during mm-hmm. the season and I never not since like Alaska, not since yeah. uh, like Sharon Needles. There's been like two or three that I've agreed with, like as far as the winners go. Right. But like typically for like 99% of the time, I do not agree with the overall winner. So I wasn't shocked. Mm. But like watching the final, I was like, come on. Like, that was the weird come thing. Come on. <laughs> I am. Um... Because I feel you there. Like, that was the weird thing. I, the lip syncs, I did not think they, I love you, Jinx. Love you. And I love, and I love Raja. But, like, I guess when I was watching, I always was anticipating, I was like, oh, God, the other person got it. Mm-hmm. It's almost, to me, looked like RuPaul knew who she wanted to win and... I feel that way in most seasons, I th- especially this season where they had the point system. Mm. You can see as they get closer and closer to the end with most episode with most seasons, but especially this season, they have to like manipulate it to get it to where RuPaul wants it, right? Because it's like certain people were behind and she was like, Oh, this one's going to be worth three points. Exactly. And it magically catapults this person up to the top. So yeah, it's like that every season though, where it's like, it gets towards the end and this person does really bad and you're like, uh, uh-uh, you're done. And the RuPaul's like, congratulations, you're a winner. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I, so I never, I, again, I wasn't like shocked. I knew I 100% knew that's how it was going to go. Did you, See, I did not like. I lo- I thought Jinx deserved it, but I did not think she was going to win it. Well, they did say overall, like they were taking the whole season into account, but still, but still, I don't think she had the most points. 
didn't Monet Exchange have the most? I think so. I feel like she and did. And I love Monet, and Monet did so good. See, I've ne- I, I don't know what it is. I like, like why her. did Monet win? I know. Oh, I was happy Jinx did because I think she totally deserved it. Just because I, she's really talented. She is. Yeah. Like I mean, did she, you see the video of Jinx and oh, Raja? Gosh. No, somebody that wasn't on the season. They're on tour together or something. I can't. Bendela Creme. Yes. There's a video of of Jinx and Ben sitting together watching the finale because you know they oh, don't know i didn't get to see that it's on instagram you'll have to go back or i think it was on instagram um it's really sweet is it mm-hmm. oh they did you ever see they had a christmas special that was on amazon or something that was hilarious because they do shows all the time like right shows and like I, I they filmed this christmas one last year and it was so great like there's a video of it it's funny because Ben de la Creme and Jinx are so funny together. Mm-hmm. But I was happy, and I really did not... Like, I love Raja with all... Like, I mean, I really do. She's like, Terry can vouch. I've, like, I've been a huge Raja fan for mm-hmm. a very long time. Because she is just, like, to me, so statuesque and beautiful and perfect. And However, I did not see her doing well competing against all the new queens. The younger queens. Right. Yeah. But she, I still, like, I mean, I was surprised, but, like, I just, yay, crazy, weird. Yeah. Just because, like, I didn't expect it. It was fun to watch, if nothing else. It was a really fun season. It really was. And I hope that they continue to do that. Yeah. And it really helps you to understand and like the different queens. Like, if somebody leaves early, you just forget about them. Yep. And you're just like gross boo move on but like to really see them all shine i really liked that i think it would benefit every like i mean it, it'd be a really good way to do it because it benefits everybody mm-hmm. um because the first person that gets kicked off like my god they spent all this money yeah and i just always feel horrible even if like they bring an entire season's worth of wardrobe. Yeah, and spent so much money doing uh-huh. it and crammed to do it as well. They only have like a sort, certain period of time to get that done. Yeah. Ugh. Well, okay, so I'm glad we covered that. Yes, um, <laughs> it's important. And next, um, I just wanted to make sure I sent you, I was really excited about this. Um, this is a new show on Netflix. It's The Sandman, mm-hmm. and it's written by Neil Gaiman. Which is, he, it's actually not a book. It's actually a graphic novel series. Anyways, it came out today. And I already watched the first episode. And it's really good. Okay. Just letting you know, all you fantasy lovers out there, first off, like, they went all out with the graphics. Like, they spent so much money on it. Because it looks really good. I mean, it's, like, really impressive. And you're going to like it. Okay. So, um, I'll have to watch it. Yes, it's really good. And then you started a new (laughs) job. I did. This is the end of the first week. Tell us about it. It's um, I told you, yes, (laughs) like probably way too much. Um, but it's it's really it's very different because it centers around 
being vulnerable and open and it's very strange to be in that space that's connected to your job and it's weird to be surrounded by people that like legitimately care (laughs) about you and want to know those things about you and like bring exterior or external people in to get that out of you to really like get to know you like we had somebody come in and we had to talk about how like what we were born into and what um we experience and what we're going to teach and like it was a lot and I've cried more this week than I've cried for the whole year because I don't like to deal with myself I don't like I don't like feelings feelings are stupid um I don't (laughs) like my feelings and I'll listen to other people's feelings and for the most part, unless we're, like, really close, I'm just kind of nodding along, like, mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm, uh-huh, <laughs> yep, <laughs> when are we done here? Um, because for me, I'm all about, like, it's, everything's fine. It's yeah. fine. Like, I don't have to talk about it. I don't have to worry about it. Just keep going. It's fine. And that's good for me. That's fine for me. Um, but uh, that's not how the rest of the world operates, <laughs> so it's been a no. it's been a strange week of like I don't know. It almost seems like I I was meant to be here because I had already started this like self exploration yeah journey and adventure barf um <laughs> but like this is now my workspace too so it's a lot but the mission includes the words um disrupting um systems of harm and to really think about that like as a mission <laughs> statement like it's strong and it's powerful but you're yeah. we had to learn a whole a whole different language um because of how we like speak about people and to people mm-hmm. so we had to learn a whole it's humanizing language so we had to um, talk about certain words like we are we can't use the word criminal we're not allowed to yeah. use the word prisoner um there's so many things we're not that. we're not allowed to say homeless um convict like there's this long list of words that we had to like i love that say like nope uh-uh, this isn't it you have to talk about the person so it could be you know student who was formerly incarcerated or student who is currently incarcerated you have to put the person first. Um, so that's actually been kind of eye-opening too, like thinking about how you perceive yeah, different people using words, like you're supposed to talk about the person and not their status. So that's like really, it's been really eye-opening. Um, and then hearing from our students and wow. uh, yeah, it's been very emotional yeah. And then they gave us this list of um like things were affirmations. <laughs> and I was like you don't have to call me out so hard. <laughs> Ooh, they did. They did. Like they the, did. Uh, in a good way though, I think. The biggest one was like um I will stop avoiding myself by constantly being busy and anybody that knows me, I'm busy. Like the second I get up to the second I fall asleep there's no there's no time right. to like sit and think. And I've always done that. I've always yeah. been go 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 because then I don't have to deal with what else is happening. Like yeah. this is what I'm doing. So 
Um, they've been very like, stop, yeah. tell me what's happening. And I'm like, no, I got stuff to do. And they've been very like intentional with, with me, which is weird for me. Uh, but it's, it's very interesting. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes forward. Cause I mean, I'm doing all the boring stuff. I'm doing all the boring, like spreadsheets and budgets and payroll. And I'm going to be watching everyone else really like work with the students and everything else. But um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be amazing. It's perfect for you. And it's, it feels weird because you haven't, I don't think a lot of people actually have jobs like that. Um, no. And to, <laughs> I know this is very strange. Yeah. But it's incredible because that's what work should be. I mean, when you think about it, we are, if you have a full-time job, you spend the majority of your time, you spend more time at work than you do really awake and at home. Yeah. Um. So when you really think about that, like, yeah, we might, like, we spend a lot of our time sleeping actually at home mm-hmm. because it's. That's the time. And then not really spending a lot of time with – we have less time with our families, more time with our work. So, yeah. like, what influences our lives is really our work. So it's incredible to have a space where they really are taking that into, like, account. And I think also it's neat because they they really want – they appreciate who they're hiring. Mm-hmm. And they want to make sure that, like, I mean, one important thing about, you know – health is that you care about yourself and like i mean is i know i hate that stuff too i'm like "Ah." (laughs) but i got things to do i don't need to talk about myself yeah but it's so true and i love that you have a job that does that has focused on that in the very first week yeah literally the whole week whenever they ask me to share anything and i like have to take a moment and i'm like i have to remind myself to say the truth and not what'll just make this go away yeah (laughs) um but then the response i've been getting all week long is we've hired the right person we've hired the right person we're so happy you're here we needed you we've been waiting for you and it's just like really (laughs) what Mm -hmm. um but the job is just it's incredible they pay 100 percent of health care you get a hundred dollars a month that you have to spend on yourself um they're i mean it's just we had somebody call in and say, my neck hurts and I'm going to be a little late. And they're like, uh-uh, just stay home. You know, like they're just, they're very, very concerned with, um, with who you are. Like I was telling Eric, like my boss just made this entire notebook of notes and I kept seeing my name written down. I was like, what are you doing? And she said, I'm just making sure that I'm writing down the important things about you so that I know how you work and I can make this, I can make the work work better for you. Wow. Like she was writing down like, you know, what makes me feel good about my work? What makes me feel proud about my work? And they, they ask all these things and that's just so different than the, than the machine that you're typically in of just like, here's your job. Do it. Do Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I feel very lucky. You are, and you deserve it, and that's so awesome. And we just can't wait to see how how it continues. Thanks. I mean, I've already, like, I feel like I've already changed this week. So (laughs) who knows who the heck I'm going to (laughs) be. 
months from now. Well, you're going to be fabulous. Oh. I can tell you that. I know that. So I think we've spent maybe like an hour, I feel like, already just talking. <laughs> so... I mean, we're more relaxed now, so we're probably going to use up more time talking. Yeah. Truth. <laughs> However, we should get into Ninth House. Degree. Which is getting good. Yeah. So what do you think I, of these three chapters? This is probably the first reading assignment that I didn't, like, trudge through. Like, that actually, in- I was like, oh, I'm yeah. at the end. <laughs> yeah. So... The middle chapter, I'm trying to, I had to push through that a little bit. Okay. Is that the Darlington one? It's Darlington's history. Yes. House history thing. So like. That one. I caught myself a couple times like, all right, come back. <laughs> but the the middle, or like the first one and the third one, I like. Yeah. through those. It's really, like, I thought it was, it was neat. We went, she act like Alex actually goes to the Borderlands. Mm-hmm. And yes. and to find out that you had to like she had to die to do it right, like oh my God Dawes killed her yeah, <laughs> and then gave her a beetle to chew when she wanted to come back to life. <laughs> Interesting. Here's your alive beetle. So I asked a couple people in in the Fable Book Club what they thought about the Borderlands and whether it was something like. Whether it was what they thought it would be, because, you know, it's kind of like seeing the afterlife. I mean, you weren't like, even though it's the Mm in-between, what was your take on what Lee presented to us as the Borderlands? Like, did you like it? I thought it was interesting that she chose Egypt and the Egyptians as the ones, quote-unquote, getting it right. Right. Um, So I thought that was... It was interesting. Neat. Yeah, I agree. I th- I I thought it was really interesting and neat. And I think they did say, like, I mean, there are other ways to get in there. That was just the one that she was going through. I feel like that was mentioned. Like, I mean, like, there's different entrances, mm-hmm. I thought. I don't know if I caught that. I think. It could have just been me reading through it quickly. Readers, maybe I'm wrong. But I really feel like maybe, who knows. But I the- did. I think they did say something about, like, the whole Egyptian thing was one interpretation. Yes. So, like, I think, and I think there were different ways, but would it be interesting? So, if that meant that it was a doorway there, so Yale is <laughs> happens <laughs> to be the Egyptian. But I thought it was cool. I love the fact of the river that they're walking through, and that's where she meets. I love the fact that they used water, and that she can also see, she can see across into the veil. She can't really see what it, she can just see the land. I, I feel like it was just, it was done really well and it was so unique that I really, I think that's why I liked it because I think sometimes it can be so just typical. That part reminded me of the Dreamer. Oh. Book that we read. Yeah. It, it kind of had that same sort of like dreamy like quality to it. Yeah, absolutely. The Crocodiles. That was really that just went by, and they they don't hurt you. They were, I I was waiting for one to attack me. <laughs> just felt creeped out by it, but but like, are those there to freak you out so that you lose your balance and that you go down the river to die? Because that was a thing. Like, if you got swept up by the current, yeah, 
then you you're done. I don't think that I mean when you think about it, probably everybody like I mean it's not a way for you just to come and visit the borderlands. It's yeah. that is just an entrance to your death or You're like teetering on the edge. Yeah, so the fact that she was like doing that was probably really weird and it was interesting that I she got to speak to the bridegroom. Uh-huh, who we learn his name is North. North. Well, that's his, his last name. His last name. Yeah. And that Darlington was investigating his crime. Yes, because that's- she wants him, she wants North to go find this uh, blonde girl that was murdered and Tara Hutchins. <laughs> I just remember her as like yeah. the blonde girl that was murdered. The plot. Um, that blonde girl <laughs> um, with the weird tattoo. Yes. Um, which, that's a whole other thing. That is. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go on these branches. Um, focus. Uh, she wants him to find her in the afterlife to ask her questions. Yeah. And he was like, in return, I want you to find out about his girl or his white fiance. Yeah, probably fiance. Uh, murder. So, and then she finds out that Darlington was already investigating that. Yeah. So there's definitely Scandalous. some kind of weird connection yeah. that we. And it's so just, I find it just, it's so weird. It's just so neat, though. I want to I know more. Lee is really good at making these connections, though. So I imagine they're going to get more entangled as we go because she's really good at. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's getting interesting. And so, and so the bridegroom also, like, I mean, he's, his whole thing is he doesn't think he didn't kill. Like, everybody thinks that he killed his fiance, but he's saying he didn't. Uh-huh. So, but what is he going to get out of, oh, I guess maybe just the fact that, like, she would then take the news that he didn't kill and that would be the notoriety. Yeah, because he can't find her. That's right. He can't find her. He says something about, like, the after you can hide forever. Yeah. And we don't see Darlington there. Right. We don't know. Because she, she asked North, have you seen Darlington? Yeah. And he hasn't. So, and she took it as a good sign, but North says, like, you could hide forever, right? So, Right, like, you could. But she's like, we're going to have him back Wednesday. I know. <laughs> Mark it on your calendar. Exactly. <laughs> we'll have him back Wednesday. Yeah, interesting. It's just so weird. I, I want to... And then we go right, you're right, that other, the middle chapter where we learn more about, see, I thought it was interesting, though, some of the things that we, to know a little bit more about Darlington. However, he's got the usual crazy family that, like, I mean, and I love that he, he was a kid that wanted to go to school and lived in a house all by himself. Oh, sorry. You know what? <laughs> yeah. This first chapter. Mm-hmm. I totally... I should have made notes because my brain is like, ah. the whole serpent uh, visual starts coming alive in that chapter. I can't remember. You're going to have to Because tell me. she's super mean to the Salome. Oh, the girl. Girl. Yes. Uh-huh. And she keeps talking about how it's this serpent that's uncoiling itself. Mm. 
and she finally feels like she's let the serpent loose. So, like, this is the first time we're getting this, like... Understanding. Serpent imagery. So, because it comes up kind of again in the last chapter that we read, but that it's that's the first time we've really, like... Well, yeah, it's all over the book. So, I mean, it's like, what does the serpent have to do with things? Yeah. And it's... So I feel like we finally started getting a thing because she's she makes these uh, comments that she's like, that's her true self. She's she is opening up so much. And I it's just it's really neat to see. But it's also like for us as like reading who she is, we're like she's just she's getting stronger. I feel like more confident probably is the word. Yeah, but like. Doing these, like, mean-er things yeah. makes her feel more like herself, and that's a little like, huh. Yeah. Hmm. Where are we going to go with that? She's... Because we're definitely going to go somewhere with that, I feel. Definitely. As someone who hasn't read the book. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. That's <laughs> that's what I'm getting, is that uh, that's going to be the, the unraveling of Alex, is that... She's, That's going to be a thing. Yeah. And then, so, I think the last chapter that we read was really just, like, I mean, that was where we got a lot of, like, plot stuff going on. Like, I mean, that was really, I don't know, exciting about wanting to read further on. However, there's, I hate it when an author does this where she, when she asks, like, um, I can't remember the guy who she, that, the guy that was like I, I called the like California weed smoker. She goes to like talk. Alex goes to talk to him, and what is his name? Skip? No, not Skip. Trip. Trip. Yes. And she asked Trip like, "Who else have you seen? Did you see Tara with anybody else?" And literally, it's just like it stops there. Doesn't let us know what he said to her. Oh, yeah. I know. That took me, like, way too long to try to spit out those couple words. But smart, but I'm like, oh, my God, you can't do that. Like, Uh so she finds out something, and then they don't tell us. But Yeah. When Trip was done talking, and it doesn't say... With who? What he was talking about. No. It just says that Alex was like, okay. Have you listened to the audio of this by chance at all? No. Mm-mm. So it's done by Lauren Fortgang, and she does. I love her voice, but so, when she's impersonating some of these college boys' <laughs> voices, it is so interesting. Um, it's just, um, it's neat. I've been impressed. I would love to hear if anybody else has listened to the audio. What you guys think of the impersonation of having to having to impersonate a frat boy? I mean, that is yeah. just, it, it's very interesting. That. And all of us that have been to universities know. Oh, yeah. They look like Ooh. cargo and. shorts and T-shirts and sandals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, wait. That was like, <laughs> my God, that was not a frat boy. <laughs> that was. That was Flavor Flame. <laughs> Yep. Flavor Flav. Gonna not do that again. There used to be a show. I know. 
where people competed, and the prize was him. Was Flav a Flav? Anyway, wow, I know. <laughs> like that is so weird. <laughs> I, I remember I watched some of it too. One hundred percent, because it was like that was such a weird time for TV. It was. So we had Tara. What's her name? That was a hot mess. We had um, Tequila. Oh. What was her name? Tila Tequila, who was a freaking. She had a bisexual like dating show that was just like. Jeez. I mean, it was just an STD nightmare. I mean, <laughs> it was a really weird time for TV. That was during kind of the transition from MTV turning in, uh-huh. into music from actually being. I thought a reputable channel to watch and enjoy <laughs> to all of a sudden not having a single music video. Yeah. And it's still called MTV. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, it was a very weird. And I, it drives me nuts. I just like, I loved that. I loved watching MTV and watching music videos. That was so perfect to just have on. Yeah. Just at any time. I'm, yeah, I miss. There being like just music videos. No. I know, like YouTube, like there's yeah, some but of it's them, not, but it's not like it was. It's not the same. No. no. Need a channel that devotes itself to them. That'd be incredible. But like I was obsessed with all the Dr. Dre videos. I would watch them before I went to school every day. Oh, all the music videos. <sighs> so memories. Um, memories. So uh, what we do find out also is Blonde Girl. I know. Tara Hutchins. I know. I, I'm amazed that I actually know her name. It's, and I'm. It's like Blonde Girl, Detective Man, Shadow. <laughs> um, but Blonde Girl works. is involved with three different groups. Yeah. It's. Because she thought that she was, that she had a connection to one at mm-hmm. least, but she's. But now we oh, know you're talking about she, the societies. Yeah, that she gotcha. now has connections with three yep. of the societies. And then what's even weirder, which obviously has some kind of connection to it, is when Alex goes home and her roommate has been like, I mean, went to that Omega melt- meltdown, which is some kind of frat party, and <laughs> she's... It's the purple tongue thing. But right when I read that, I was like, that Uh is not punch. Because she, like, writes it as, like, oh, you could see the Kool-Aid on her tongue. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, no. That is from that party. Mm -hmm. That's that Meridy. Yep. And I feel so bad for that girl. Like, I mean, that, but that's such, ugh. It kind of disgusted me, the guy, like, the way that you, the way the guys are talking in the video. Like, now it's time for Chinese takeout. Yeah, oh it's so... But it's so right on point is. at the same time. This is not as disgusting as it sounds. It's so this true. This isn't fictional. Not at all. It happens all the time and it happens just like that. And it's... Disgusting. It's disgusting. But I feel like it's kind of one of those things that like we've all been there. Mm-hmm. So we can feel the emotion. Yep. So, oh yeah, like yeah, that embarrassing, that yeah. 
I mean, and not all of us have been on Merity. <laughs> no, we've not. <laughs> but, I mean, we've all had, like, those jerk guys that say stupid, horrendous, disgusting things that, like, make you do weird things or, like, yeah. It's, and uh, we've all been there. I just hate the whole hierarchy that some of that these guys feel like they're on and are actually like supported society supports it Mm -hmm. like and puts them there boys will be boys yeah but it's oh my god it's just like i the fact that i mean i just hate think like i wonder how a guy just like sits there and he's like yeah this would be really cool to videotape and possibly ruin this girl like i mean i know they're not thinking that but like come on they're showing off to their friends and it's like so disgusting and just Mm -hmm. childish but but alex is gonna go beat some ass is what i think you are right i think that's where we're about to go yeah because she's like see ya where does he live omega house all right bye yeah that's awesome. Yeah, she's going to go kick his ass so hard. Well. And we're probably going to get more allusions to the whole snake thing is what I'm guessing. I would assume. We're going to definitely get more of that stuff. Um, so one thing I have to make sure to... Did you... So we posted last week a really awesome drawing that one of our listeners mm-hmm. um actually drew which i thought was really incredible um it was from chapter one it was the like circle that yeah. they do the magic um in and anyways i posted it but didn't really give the explanation um so i just wanted to read that um so anyways um this is Oh, I just got rid of it. Sorry. So this is by Tarot by Joseph, who drew that. And this is his explanation. And sorry if I totally butcher some of these words. But here's the story with the circle. The compass points are all guarded by one of four archangels and also have to do with an element. Raphael in the east, which is air. Gabriel in the west, which is water. Michael in the south, which is fire. And Uriel, sometimes spelled Ariel, in the north for Earth. These sigils representing them come from a late 1400 grimoire called the Heptameron. Heptameron? Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry, Joseph. Yeah. You're incredible for doing this, though. The other words around the circle are prayers and different names and attributes of God in Latin and some transliterated hebrew and greek this circle would be drawn and the following evocation would be said or chanted on a monotone while visualizing the angels taking their places and this is in quotations this is what they would be saying before me Raphael. behind me gabriel on my right michael on my left uriel and that should that should keep out pretty much anything without a body Hmm. and this is like coming from someone that actually practices like magic so that's where he came up with like he didn't just like he tried to take what was written and because we've been discussing how he loves this book because it's very realistic Mm -hmm. in actual like i guess when you do practice and i just think that was really neat so yeah he gave an one that's really cool so 
anyways, thank you, Joseph. Yeah. You rock. And um, yeah, so anyways, so do you know who the archangels are? Because I don't. No. I feel so stupid. No. I just like, I mean, I don't even know where they come. Like that's got to come from some main religion that I'm just not. I know that like some of the or a lot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are named after some of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. Yeah. I think. <laughs> no sardines on my pizza, dude. <laughs> dude. Uh, or maybe they're named after artists. Or maybe the artists were named after artists. I don't know. I think it's artists because there's Michelangelo. And I don't think I just said his name. Um, And then there's Donatello. These are all artists. Raphael. Is an artist, right? I don't even know. I don't even like, I can't even fact check this right now because I'm just in amazement. Wait, of how- what are we talking about? We're, re- yeah, a post that luckily someone went out of that their knows way. Way more than we do. And we're trying to unfortunately describe it to our listeners. And Joseph is going to unfollow us like right now, but hopefully not. Anyways, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, please. We're trying. <laughs> Come back. However, I do think it's a really neat um, thing to hear from someone that oh, yeah. all this is real. Like, I mean, one, we know there's a lot of realistic points in this whole thing. We know that the secret societies uh-huh. are real. We already know that all of the secret societies in here are not made up. These are, yeah. we can e- and even. And it's a real location. Real location, real place, yeah. all this. But all this stuff doesn't seem real. Right. But it is. That's what's yeah. so cool. So. Whew, how exciting. Well, that's pretty much it. Okay. Or did you have anything else? Uh, I I mean, we like, we barely touched on the whole tattoo thing. Oh, well, let's talk about that. I forgot about the tattoo thing. She thought originally that it was like a rock band, something or other. It's like rather, but it had rather something than die. I just had it like pulled up and then I was like, yeet. Um, but it was like rather something than die. And then they found, she found out from North cause didn't North quote yeah. the, the whole thing. Yes. Like he quoted, it was some historical. It's got another connection that she didn't realize that actually had to do with the houses as well. Yeah. And that's how she kind of like put everything together. So like, there's why would, Tara blonde girl have this tattooed on her. Right. Cause it's, it seems like a weird thing to permanently have on your body. Yeah. And I love that neither one of us can quote what we're talking about. That it's she rather pro- something. I know. And we could look it up, but <laughs> rather something dies. Some- I don't know. Y'all know you read it. Yep. You probably are. Um, we're all on the same screaming page. it in wherever you are. So scream no. it in the comments. Scream it in the comments. Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> Love scream it. Scream it in. Uh, scream it in the DM. Scream it in our email. Screamingcast dot com. Oh gosh, look at us! I haven't even looked over there. I I forgot there's a camera. That's the whole point. I know. Oops. <laughs> well, we're supposed to be just talking like friends. Well, luckily we 
do that already, and we are friends. So, hey, cha-ching, check, check, please. Is there anything? <laughs> I can't hear anything that's happening. Um, yeah. What uh, is happening? Sorry, I don't know. I don't know. Did we get through everything? I don't think we ever will, but <laughs> we would <laughs> definitely will try. I should not have taken a sip right then. <laughs> Um, I think we got through the main points of what we yeah. read that I would have. I don't think we need to talk about like Darlington's house capades. It's not really big much. plot points. It's more just understanding more There's about. a whole chapter on like <laughs> the house not being worth anything and him wanting it. I, I think it was more about like him being independent. That and also the ending, which him and like Alex both kind of got thrown into Lethe the same way. Like, both waking up in hospitals. And Shadow Man being there. And she wondered if Dawes was treated the same way. Right. Like, she kind of has this moment of, like, did Dawes wake up to Shadow be, like, in her room? Right. And we find out, actually, Dawes doesn't. Because Dawes said... I don't think... She she says that they picked her because of, like... Research. Yeah. Research. And then, and things are pretty boring until, and then pretty much we know that she wanted to say, Darlington came around. Yeah, because everybody loves Darlington. I know, this mysterious man we've never met. Yeah. Not even like. He's no. coming back Wednesday, though. He sure is. Mark that calendar. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> everybody I bring. Can't wait till Wednesday. I know. <laughs> it's going to. Wouldn't it be weird because we record on Wednesdays? <laughs> Should we have him as a guest? <laughs> I think he'll show up Wouldn't on time. Wouldn't it be weird if he came back on a Wednesday while we were talking about it? On a Tuesday? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Deep. See you next Tuesday. Which is just a cool, fun way to say the word beep. Yeah. And that is literally the only reason I said that is because it's another day of the week. We should stop. So this has been fantastic. I, was going. I told you it had nothing to do with anything. Okay. I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> so thank you, listeners. If we still have anybody, um, it has been fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, next week we'll be covering the next three chapters. So and yeah, so that's going to be fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. Casey couldn't count to three, but I know you can. I love you guys. It's been wonderful. Long live the Grishaverse. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No, no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, and Brenda, and Sid, and us. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>